Hi there, this is a piece of audio content that is only available in full over at patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits. We wanted to give you a little bit of a preview to show you what you might be missing out on. You can join us for as little as $1 under the pay what you want model at patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits and get access to over dozens of hours of content, including every episode of For the Kids, a PBS Kids podcast. We appreciate you listening, whether you're a patron or whether you're listening on the free feed. You're under no obligation to join, and thank you very much for checking out this preview. But if you'd like to know what these episodes and extra content sounds like, here's a little bit of a sneak peek. A good way to explore the world of Homestar for both those who know very well about it and for maybe those who don't know about it is to go through the characters. We do mm. often we do the cast and then we get, we talk about the characters there. But in this case, we already know the cast. Most of it is Matt Chapman and then uh, Missy is Marzipan. And there's alterations here and there or guest characters. But I also thought... The characters are really what you come here for. There's not, there was never really overarching plots. It wasn't no. plot driven. It was very much character based, almost sketch comedy at times. So I think in going through each of them and trying to explain exactly, like, I didn't even, I didn't even make notes for this part because I figured it would be a collaborative process where you and I try and find the best way to describe all of these characters whose innate patterns and speech and just way of like physicality and design are so innate to us that I thought it would be interesting for us to try yeah. and describe them each and, and you really to, to people who maybe don't know who they are. You've hit on something that I was trying to articulate earlier, which is that what's so strange and unique about the Homestar characters is that like they feel like they are usually with with this type of comedy, it's so based off tropes or established archetypes. And mm-hmm. the Homestar characters feel like they're from an alien planet. Like, what the hell is Coach Z supposed to even be? Like, it, it, there's there's <laughs> there's no grounding or basis on on kind of previous character archetypes the way like sitcom humor usually is. And I think that's why um, their idiosyncrasies are things that like everybody. I can tell you've been trying to control yourself, Will, from just doing a Homestar impression this whole time. <laughs> but everybody is weird manner of speech that's not grounded in any sort of real world counterpart um, or their their kind of iconic character designs. Everything is so unique and creative, uh, and feels so kind of uh, uh, has no comparison outside of Homestar Runner. So yeah, let's let's do our best to try and run down. I have the the Wikipedia list of Homestar characters open. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we start with the man himself? Homestar Runner. So we'll we'll also do a little bit of a description of him. I, I feel this is also a good time to say that if you are at all curious about Homestar Runner and you want to like just check this out, all of it is available on YouTube for free as well as its main website. But really, YouTube has every single Homestar cartoon there is. So if any of this sounds good to you, you can jump in right away for free. So Homestar Runner is ostensibly the title character of the show but he's he kind of started off as the main character and then just became part of the ensemble once it was realized that there are definitely characters that are more popular than him he's i mentioned earlier there's a bit of this that there's almost an americana to the references that homestar runner makes because and i found this by watching it again and doing research a lot of it the references being made, even the aesthetics of, like, say, the music 
or where things are happening in the world of Homestar Runner beckons back to like 1980s America, which I'm sure mm. is even maybe late 1970s America, which I'm sure has to do with the broader point that I feel that a lot of these characters or rather this entire world is like the creation of a child's imagination. And I imagine it's from the young imagination of the brothers chaps. And a lot of it probably draws on their experience growing up in 1970s, 1980s America. Homestar, there's a bit of like baseball to him because he's got, he's what he's meant to be is a terrific, most folks say I'm a terrific athlete. So he's got a red shirt with a white star on it. He is a white two-legged being with no yeah. arms. No arms. And he has a blue and red propeller cap and blue shoes. <laughs> and I, this is so. This must be so weird if you've never encountered mm-hmm, Homestar mm-hmm. before. But essentially, he's the eternal optimist. Yes, he, he's, he's very SpongeBob. Like the closest comparison mm-hmm. would be kind of like SpongeBob's outlook. Though he's a, probably a little bit less intelligent than SpongeBob. So kind of a uh, yeah, he's an optimist. He kind of always comes out on top. Uh, but despite that, he's really, really, like, unintelligent and foolish. Yes, and and as Lucas said, they all have their own unique, not just designs, but ways of speaking. So Homestall has a bit of, has a, that kind of lisp where he doesn't say always correctly. Uh, Wikipedia says a rhotic voice, re- reminiscent of Elmer Fudd. So I don't know if that sort of voice would necessarily play today, just because we have a bit more understanding for people with with lisps and speech impediments but when i when i use that when i use that voice i'm i'm imitating the character of homestar runner but of more popular than homestar and right. what eventually happened that i would say catapulted this into the stratosphere would be strong bad the the secret actual main character of homestar runner is strong bad um which, again, uh, I, the Spongebob comparisons, I suppose Strongbad's archetype would be Squidward. Strongbad is the straight man to Homestar. Homestar's doing wacky antics, ever an yeah. optimist. Strongbad is a pessimist. He was originally intended to be the villain. Like, if you read the original children's book, and they've remade it a couple times as a tune, Strongbad was originally supposed to just be the, the villain, the antagonist to Homestar, but he's a lot more re- relatable, and he's kind of the most normal of all the characters in Homestar's world. So he is a little wrestler man. He's wearing a red luchador mask. He has famous boxing gloves, which he can type with. That's a running joke in the Strong Bad emails uh, that he can type with boxing gloves on. Um, and that's kind of, like you said, he overtook Homestar in popularity and kind of became the main storytelling device of the show, of the, the show, the website rather, and that's through <laughs> the Strong Bad email segment. So there's what's called longer tunes, which are the kind of, they could be sketches about anything, They're, that's where the holiday tunes come in, they usually have a wide variety of the Homestar characters, but then there was these shorter tunes called Strong Bad emails that had their own segment on the site. And it's where the brothers chaps would feel emails from fans and strong bad would kind of read them and respond. And usually like a little, a little sketch would come as a result. And this is where a lot, because the strong bad emails were a much more regular segment than the tunes. This is where a ton of the storytelling and the lore of Homestar kind of got filled in. 
Um, and a lot of the famous, uh, famous moments. And also, so Strong Bad's voice, it's like, again, it's, it's not really a, because he is a luchador, but it's not really a Mexican accent. He's just kind of like, holy crap, I'm Strong Bad. Like, he has this, uh, yeah. kind of gruff way of speaking. It definitely started out like a Mexican voice, but then it kind of just flattened out into what is essentially Strong Bad. Uh, so yeah, you're right. Very, very gruff. And the, yeah, this, the SpongeBob Squidward dynamic is not that far off, just perhaps a bit more like openly antagonistic. It's very rare to find Homestar and Strong Bad on the same, on the same side of things. Strong Bad has two, uh, brothers. Let's start off first with Strong Sad, who is also, is also a punching bag for like literally at times. For Strong Bad. Uh, He is not particularly liked by a lot of the rest of the characters. And of course, completely original designs on most of these things. So unlike his brother, Strong Bad, Strong Sad is tall, but also very rotund. He has this white face that almost looks like a dollop of whipped cream and these really beady black eyes. And he has a gray upper body and his lower half of his body is like an elephant's legs. Like, for whatever reason and he talks in this kind of a voice and he you know he st- he started off as a very one note character where he's just like i'm always this sad and then as he evolved i in my opinion he became a much better character because he sort of became a stereotypical hipster almost mm. he like he really likes college radio he's a vegetarian <laughs> he's just kind of like um He's kind of goth a little bit. Like there's a, a little, little bit, of, bit. There's a little bit of fern. Like he's writing poetry and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Very sensitive, and yeah. but also like does get some funny lines and is often a realist. He's often the one to take the air out of some of the more ridiculous things that usually Strong Bad is doing. And then the other brother is Strong Mad, who is maybe the most humanoid of all the characters, just by the sense of he's a lot of his design is that like human skin colored but he's also shaped like a giant square with an angry face on him he is wearing a singlet uh because together him and strong bad are supposed to be sort of like parodies of wrestlers and he has these red boots on and he talks with this kind of voice he would probably be the most one-dimensional of the main cast like strong bad is kind of just like a like a Chewbacca-esque, like he's there to be the muscle <laughs> and he just kind of yells. And he's, and, and yes, and he's less intelligent. Whenever we see a little bit of his, whatever internality that he has, like whatever interior life that he has, it's very simple. It's very childlike almost. And very, very simple. He's very loud. He's very strong. And that that's about it. And then, of course, one of the other parts of strong bad's popularity is i feel at least he was a vessel towards introducing the cheat as a character the cheat so the cheat was strong bad's right hand man his partner in crime in the original this is a through line from the original children's book that like the cheat was kind of helping strong bad uh win the like grape carrying contest the original children's books about who could hold the most grapes um and the thing about the cheat is again the, the nature of these characters kind of changes as Homestar, it, it, it existed over 10 years, and so they, they kind of start one way and end up another. We'll talk about that again when we talk about Pom Pom. Um, but the cheat basically started as like, 
um, strong strong bad's little buddy, his henchman who doesn't really talk and just yeah. squeaks and is cute. Yeah, and then like it was his, kind of like his muttly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was later kind of revealed that the chief might be actually smarter than Strong Bad, and he kind of knows what's going on better than Strong Bad does, and he has his own kind of uh, motivations as well. There's also the cheat has his own show called the Cheat Commandos, which is a GI Joe parody. Um, that and, and every character is the cheat in Cheat Commandos. Yeah, because the cheat is essentially its own kind of animal, and it's always the cheat. I remember that was something that I had to bend my brain around as a younger kid. Of like, so okay, wait, his name isn't Cheat; it's the Cheat, and that's his full that's his full name. That's how you Im- like. It's like let's go the Cheat. And that, and he looks like this little yellow with black spots. He almost looks like a Neopet, especially mm. with this kind of like, he's just this yellow, uh, like, almost like upright dog sort of thing with a big, like sharp nose. It's a really unique and design you don't see much other places. And he, and he has his own language that sometimes they subtitle, but he's just like, like that's just basically what he sounds like, and he also does his own. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. But he does his own version of the Homestar show, which is within Flash Animation. The brothers chaps essentially creating bad Flash animation, <laughs> which I just I love it so much. Okay, that's gonna do it for now. But we will see you next time on Elwood City Limits or at Patreon.com/slash Elwood City Limits if you decide to join us. Thank you very much, and have a great week.